Welcome to Future Foodcast. I'm Pam Miller, your host, and this episode of the Future Foodcast is brought to you, as always, by Farm to Plate, our sponsor. They are creating tomorrow's food business ecosystem today. You can find out more at farmtoplate.io. And I'm excited to welcome today, from everyone's comfort food, Pizza Patron, the Chief Operating Officer, Guy Carney. Welcome to our podcast, Guy. I thank you so much for having me. Pizza is everyone's comfort food. Don't you agree? It's the go-to when you're watching a game or if you're having a family night at home and everybody just gathers around some good pizza. Absolutely. Pizza is a, it's a deeply personal uh, comfort food. You know, everybody's got their favorite and nobody's is the same. And it's just, it's, it is my favorite as well. I'm excited to hear all about Pizza Patron. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the company? Absolutely. So Pizza Patron started in 1986 in Dallas, Texas. It's a Texas original. Uh, it's now headquarters in San Antonio. I've been with the company, you know, starting this year, really excited to grow the brand. We've got an exciting growth plan of 160 restaurants over the next five years. And uh, we're deeply committed to getting involved in it to our communities and, and, and helping to, you know, be part of the future of food. Wow. That's a really ambitious growth plan. And You've been so successful. I mean, you, the company has been in business for a long time. What do you think the differentiator, what are some of the things that make you so successful compared to some of the other pizza places that are out there? Absolutely. You know, that I would say the number one thing with Pizza Patron that differentiates us is we have a Latin flair. You know, we we own uh, Latin classics. We've got spicy products. We also have those classic pepperoni pizzas. Um, and, and then on top of that, we make our dough fresh every single day. A lot of the big competitors out there, they bring in their dough pre-made or frozen. Uh, but every single day, we're making dough fresh and stretching it with simple ingredients. You know, I think that that dough idea, we'll get to the Latin flair in a second, but making the food fresh with simple ingredients, that's a consumer trend that I'm seeing as I interview people for Future Foodcast. It is a consistent theme across the board. Customers want to know what's in the food that they're eating, and they want to know that it's fresh or locally sourced. And, and the fact that you make the dough every day. I mean, that mm -hmm. that's a labor of love too, because you have to really pay attention to how you're inventorying that, how much you're making, figure all that out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, knowing what to make and being timely in that is incredibly important to us. You know, one of the big initiatives we're working on right now is reducing food waste. You know, that's as much as people want to have, you know, locally sourced, uh, they also want to make sure that you're not throwing a lot of food away. That's one of the biggest, you know, um, negative footprints of greenhouse gas emissions in the food industry is wasted food. Um, and so we're really focused on, we've created a program that allows us to look at our previous eight-week trend and come puts together what we call a dough pool. And so we know how many batches of dough to make based off of our sales average, as well as how many shells we call each of the individual sizes, we call them dough shells, and how many shells for us to be pressing out to make sure that we have the right amount to meet the demand of our guests. That is, that whole inventory control is this whole process on its own, right, that you really have to pay a lot of attention to. But you've mentioned another consume another trend out there, really, consumers don't want 
food waste. It's it's something that everybody's paying attention to, both at home and in the restaurant industry. So the fact that you're really intentionally looking at that and trying to minimize how much is wasted, I mean, that's really a, a leg up for Pizza Patron for sure, uh, not throwing that food away. Well, let's talk about the Latin flair because I, I love that traditional pepperoni pizza just as much as the next guy, but you're also offering, so for those who don't want to go out of their comfort zone and want that old, just standard that they've always had, you have that. You've got the homemade dough. Uh, you've said before you make the best pe pe pepperoni pizza out there. I believe you. Well, I'm I'm really looking forward. I have not had a chance to try Pizza Patron pizza yet because I know you're mainly in Texas and you have other expansion plans. I, where else are you and where are you looking to go, Guy? Absolutely. Not only are we in Texas, because again, it's a Texas original, but uh, we're also in Arizona. So we've got them in Phoenix and Tucson, a lot of expansion. We actually have two restaurant sites that we're going to be opening in the Phoenix market here by the end of the year. Um, and really, you know, when people ask, you know, where are those new 160 new restaurants going to go? I say anywhere there's a map where there isn't a Pizza Patron, I think Pizza Patron can go because not only do we do the classics, but we have a very unique spin with our Latin flair and it, everyone will love it. That's exciting. So our viewers and listeners can check your website for future locations. You also offer, for those that are more adventurous, the Latin flair that you talked about. Mm -hmm. Tell us about some of those flavors and some of those ingredients that you're putting on pizza that's different. Yeah, absolutely. My, I mean, my personal favorite, it's called the Churi Queso. And so it has a spicy ranch-based sauce, a chorizo sausage, which is very traditional, um, red onions. And then we top it not only with our mozzarella blend, but we also top it with chihuahua cheese, which is a very traditional, very melty, delicious, creamy cheese. And it gets topped with cilantro after it comes out of the oven. And I had that pizza over the weekend. It is, it is, it is my new favorite, uh, hands down. It, it is a delicious pizza. And we also have things like carne asada pizza. We've got a chicken enchilada pizza, and we're always looking at how we can continue to add those flavors to our menu. Uh, chorizo sausage is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. So I will. That is what I'm definitely going to order. If any of our listeners and viewers are listening right now during a dinner time or a lunch time, they're in deep trouble because you're really describing some very delicious, <laughs> everybody's going to be salivating when they're listening to this episode, I think. Um, but as you, as you go about your business and you're planning all of this expansion, I mean, one of the things that you're looking at is how can you maximize the resources that you have and and be able to grow as fast as you want to. And one of the ways you were talking about is leveraging technology. Tell us where you are now and, and some of the things you're thinking about. Absolutely. You know, it's Pizza Patron is going to be an overnight 40 year success. And, uh, you know, we started in 1986 and we're, uh, you know, we're coming out of 1986 and a lot of tech technologies that we have, you know, we're putting in a new uh, inventory and food costing system. Uh, we're partnering and we're going to have that rolling out here in the fourth quarter, which will allow us to be even better um, at managing our food waste and making sure that we have timely food uh, as well with all of our ordering that'll help to, you know, manage our, um, 
our inventory on hand. And then there's other really cool technologies. I was at FS Tech a couple of weeks ago, and the the AI segment is really exciting. Um, they've got some technologies out there that answer your telephone. Um, they take you know your spoken order over over the phone. You tell it you want a large pepperoni pizza. It'll ask you if you'd like to add extra cheese to that. It, it does a lot of cool suggestive selling as well. Um, and this is you know a technology that could hamper the guest experience because you're putting, um, you know, a, a, a robot AI between you and the guest to take that initial order. But so many guests nowadays are using the app, you know, to order digitally already. Um, this ensures like a consistent experience and what it allows is for better experience of the guests in the restaurants uh, because our team members can be forward facing and interacting with the guest and providing a higher level, genuine, friendly experience, as opposed to telling them that they have to, you know, answer the telephone or being on the telephone when they're walking in the restaurant. So um, it's, it's something that at first glance is a little leery, but um, we're really excited about launching a pilot for, for that in the fourth quarter. Nice. That sounds like you're really taking advantage of a lot of things. I love how you said coming out in 1986 or 87 with, with uh, what the, probably the manual systems that you've been using and how much more effective you can be in some of the initiatives you talked about, like your inventory management, try to minimize food waste. And let's not forget about the labor issues that are happening right now. And the AI, you know, that's, that's helpful because mm -hmm. you can have the employees that you do have, like you said, working with the customers that are in your restaurant and actually face to face with them rather than doing the repetitive work of taking the orders on the phone. And if you can leverage that app experience, like you said, a lot of customers really enjoy being able to use that. It's efficient. It's quick. They don't have to wait for somebody on the phone to be able to answer. There's a lot of advantages to leveraging technology in certain spaces. As far as the inventory management, I think a couple things there, you know, AI can play a big role too. I think you mm -hmm. talked in order accuracy. Like if somebody orders a large pepperoni, talk to us about some of the applications you've seen at that food service tech Absolutely. So you went not, to. Yeah. So not only are there great uh, AI technologies that are uh, helping to answer a telephone, um, you know, there's AI bot technologies that can chat back and forth with the guest to help resolve, you know, issues. And one of the coolest things I saw, it, it is a, a technology that uh, links into your security camera um, program, and it actually starts to learn all of your food, and it links in with a KDS, a kitchen display system. And so if there's a pizza that, let's just say, you know, a Mexicana, which is one of our classics with no jalapenos, I don't know why anybody would not want jalapenos, but if they, if they place that order, AI camera system will see that jalapenos were put on that pizza. It'll stop the team member from putting it in the oven and allow it to be remade. It can also help on the reverse side if you're making a pizza and they want to add those jalapenos onto a pepperoni or something else, it will pause and let them know that they can't bump it, which means moving the ticket from the order status to a completed status that's in the oven um, and prevent them from doing so, so that it's 100% accurate all the time. It's really exciting technology out there. Wow. That is that is definitely leveraging technology to to take really some of the human error out of the equation. Mm -hmm. Like you said, I mean, your employees are busy and you really want them interacting with the customers. And if there are some of those routine tasks that can be done and 
possibly done more accurately because the focus is there. The machine's not distracted by mm -hmm. anything else. So it can really take a care of the order accuracy and the things that are going on down the line. That's, that's really exciting. Uh, yeah, that's the thing in our segment, uh, pardon, but the, the thing that's exciting about our segment and, and what is the number one driver of guest satisfaction is accuracy, right? Because when you order a pizza, um, nine times out of 10, it's coming to your home and it's delivered or you're bringing it home. And if you get home and you don't have the pizza that you wanted, um, that, that's an entire meal, you know, for a family that, that can be ruined. And so us finding ways that we can increase that accuracy is hugely important because, um, you know, the, the truth is that multitasking drains the brain, right? And there is no such thing as multitasking. It's a myth. And so what happens is you're doing three or four tasks um, very subparly. And so we want to find ways that our, our pizza professionals can be masters of what they're doing, whether it's interacting with a guest face-to-face or making a perfect pizza, um, you know, putting that order together, bagging it up and ensuring that's 100% accurate for the guests. So um, if we, you can leverage technology, you, you should. Yeah, I think all of us have experienced that disappointment of getting their own pizza and you're already at home and you're not going to go back and return that unless it's an extreme situation. So that's that's a definite gain on your part to try to serve your customers better. Uh, but the other thing that you do to serve your customers better, because we were sharing about the whole pizza that's made fresh every day, the dough, but your ingredients that you were talking about are also yeah. fresh every day. You cut them every day right there in the restaurant and the way yeah. you cook them, you know, the result of that is a little bit different than what maybe some of the mass market pizza chains are used to delivering. So why don't you share a little bit? You have to kind of train your customer a little bit to how the pizzas come out. Absolutely. You know, it, it was really interesting to me, um, you know, coming, I, I had worked with a, a previous California-based uh, pizza company in my early 20s, uh, California Pizza Kitchen. And, you know, I was used to just fresh ingredients. You know, we, we cut everything fresh every single day. Um, and it was just so interesting when I started eating, um, you know, from some of the fat, more fast food competitors, um, everything tasted different, right? You know, you'd order a Supreme pizza and you get mushrooms and bell peppers and olives and all those things on it. And, um, you know, everything kind of had the same texture, um, at pizza Patron, it's a, it's a different ball game. We cut all of our vegetables fresh in-house every single day and get that al dente, you get a little bit of crunch to the bell pepper. You know, the mushroom has a little different texture, uh, which it should, right? Sometimes you order a pizza and a mushroom and a bell pepper have the same texture. And uh, that's not what it's supposed to be. You know, bell peppers are always going to have a little bit of a crunch and cutting those fresh ingredients and topping them. Not only are they beautiful, um, but it's a responsible thing to do. Again, you know, we're looking at how we can get better. We local uh, and getting into more local produce programs is one of the initiatives that we have for 2024 as well. Uh, because again, more we can, um, you know, close that footprint on where our food is coming from, uh, the better it is for everybody. Yeah, yet another trend is sourcing locally. And I think a lot of companies figured that out over the pandemic when the supply chain, mm -hmm. which the general public didn't really use to pay attention to the word supply chain, they that was out there, but products just showed up. They didn't really necessarily pay attention to how they got to where mm -hmm. they were going until the pandemic when there was issues 
that yeah. affected them directly. And then all of a sudden they were made aware of supply chains, that whole sourcing locally. And that allows you also to, maybe you talked about some of the unique offerings you have. You you can make those unique offerings based on the region that you're in, right? That might be specific to only a series of restaurants in a certain grouping of cities close by where you have uh, produce or other ingredients that are unique to that area. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And I mean, one of the products that we have that's really unique to us, it's a, it's called a lime, uh, lime pepper um, for our wings. And we used to have a different partner. And now we partner with a local uh, company here in San Antonio, Fiesta Spices. And it's absolutely, it's, it's a better product. It's locally sourced and it's absolutely delicious. And it's just you know, the the more you can find those local partnerships, uh, the 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 further the reach becomes on those things. Yes, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And that is not the only area. So we, you have all kinds of trends covered with what you're doing. But you are pizza, as you said. Now the traditional pizza place has a ton of to go orders. It's a lot yes. of takeout. But you're seeing some other trends, and you really want to promote some more of that in-house in your expansion, share us, share with us a little bit of your thought process on your expansion and what you're looking to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, pizza is a family event and, you know, families get together, um, baseball teams, you know, football teams, soccer teams, right. They always have pizza parties, you know, it's, it's something that is a, it's a very social event. And most pizza places that you go to, they're a Delco. And I was at, what is a Delco? It's a delivery and carryout is typically. So when you walk up to a pizza place and all they have is a counter, um, it's a delivery and carryout only. And so as we're expanding, we're trying to identify a larger footprint, um, which, you know, when you're thinking about profitability per square foot is, um, you know, it's going to impact that because you got more square footage, but guests are looking for dwelling spaces. You know, they want something that's comfortable and they want a place where they can come and they can enjoy pizza because, you know, don't get me wrong, pizza delivered, you know, pizza that you pick up and you take home is delicious, but there's nothing better than an absolutely scorching, piping hot slice of pizza um, fresh out of the oven that you can eat right there in the restaurant. And we're really, as we expand, we're looking at more of those um, dine-in, um, you know, have TVs so that we could have some sports on for folks that want to see that and provide the best environment. Yeah. Some experience-based pizza eating is what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. And you're right about the piping hot out of the oven. I think we disagree on the burn the top of your mouth part of the piping hot right out of the oven. I'm not so excited about the burn your top of the mouth, but I think you are. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I have a, I, I want fresh taste buds. So if I scorch them all and then I've got fresh taste buds to taste that delicious pe pepperoni pizza. So, or that churri queso, there's nothing better than that. We can agree to disagree also on the jalapeno pepper point, because again, you can't understand why somebody wouldn't want jalapeno peppers on their pizza. I, however, might enjoy my pizza sans the jalapeno peppers. But again, you have a little bit of everything for everyone. And that's why you get custom pizza orders because we can all order what we want in there. Uh, what other initiatives you, have you got going? You know, with the large takeout too, you, uh, there's always those big pizza boxes and then I end up throwing them away. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, that is uh, again, 24 and 25 and beyond just always looking at mm -hmm. the materials that we're utilizing. Right. Because um, you know, whether it's plasticware or to go plate a pizza box, 
um, you know, the packaging that we're utilizing. So that's another initiative that we're looking at and how we can get outside of the box, if you know, pardon the pun there, um, with our pizza boxes and find the, the best partnerships um, for something that's more sustainable. Um, and so that's, that's, again, we've got a great ownership, uh, you know, here that is really, they realize that we're here for the long run and we've got a lot of runway to grow into. And uh, it's always better to lead than it is to follow. And so we want to be leaders in that category as well. Yeah. Nice that you're privately owned and can make some of these decisions and execute on initiatives. I mean, we have talked about several trends that are out in the food industry right now, and you're, you're hitting on all of them as you're making your plans moving forward. And that's very exciting to hear in the food industry that there are companies that have control over those things. They can make those decisions and, and you're doing that and being able to benefit your customer and really the industry as a whole, I would say kind of, if you lead the way in some of these things, maybe some other smaller companies are going to follow suit and see your lead and that it can be done. That, that you can execute on these. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it was really, it was, it was great interviewing, you know, uh, Charles Laughlin and Chris Partica are the owners here at Pizza Patron. They've owned the company for six years. They were longtime franchise owners before they bought the entire company. And going through the interview process with them was fantastic because the, the, there was one thing that was off the table and that was quality, right? They, they, they are a hundred percent all for quality, quality of dough, quality of cheese, quality of sauce. We make our sauce in-house every day. There's no sugar added. You know, tomatoes are never cooked until we put them in the oven. I mean, just such good quality products. And they're like, listen, you know, everything else is on the table. You know, we want to grow. We want to be uh, on the, the front cutting edge. And we want to ensure that, you know, as we grow, we're growing the right way, but we, we've got to do it based off of quality. And uh, that, that commitment every day, it, it makes it really easy to wake up and, uh, and lead the company because we know we're going to be leading with quality. Yeah, your customers are glad to hear that. And that's why they are loyal customers, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, what else do you want to leave our future Foodcast audience with? guy from your pizza patron perspective that we haven't talked about yet or some future thought you know i i think that as the restaurant industry continues to change um i think pizza is going to be one of those stable um you know uh segments of the restaurant industry because it is such a personal shareable product out there and you know i want people to as much as they may have their favorite all-time pizza um, be open-minded, uh, try some unique flavors out there, you know, be, there's anything, you know, I can really put out there for everybody is, uh, try the tree queso. It, it will, it'll, it is life-changing. It is absolutely delicious. When I ate that pizza, I knew that I wanted to come and be a part of Pizza Patron and its growth. Um, but you know, anywhere you go and make sure you're getting out there and giving your taste buds a run. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a, a firm believer of I'll try anything at least twice, I've eaten some really odd things in different countries and um, it's just makes life more fun. And that's what pizza Patron is about. It's about bringing the flavor and being involved in our communities and, um, and giving something to our guests that maybe they haven't never thought of trying before. Very nice. Well, I promise to try the trick. So uh, pizza when I come, I'm assuming that's the three cheese pizza, right? Yeah. The trick. So, yep. It's got yeah. several cheeses and that chorizo and, you let me know when you're in town and I'll meet you. I'll meet you there. Yes. And I might even try some jalapeno just 
to be up for the challenge, Guy. I appreciate. I will try <laughs> anything once. I don't know about twice. We'll see if I survive the uh, big glass of water next to me for the, the trying the jalapeno. But anyway, Guy, thank you so much for sharing with us about Pizza Patron and the all that you're doing and the initiatives you have for the future. I hope that it's uh, informational and instructional for our audience, and we really appreciate you being with us today. It's absolutely been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And I also want to encourage our audience, if you enjoyed this episode with Guy and want to see more, please subscribe so you're notified of our future episodes. You can like us and please send us some comments. We would like to know who you want to hear from as we reach out to future guests. With that, we'll see you next time. It's absolutely been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And I also want to encourage our audience, if you enjoyed this episode with Guy and want to see more, please subscribe so you're notified of our future episodes. You can like us and please send us some comments. We would like to know who you want to hear from as we reach out to future guests. With that, we'll see you next time.